Welcome to the See You Next Summer podcast. I am your host, Billy Pollyann, and with me as always is the Batman to my Superman, Mr. Raul Rodriguez. How are you doing, buddy? Why are you saying my name? <laughs> yes, I'm doing good. Oh, we're doing a big one. A movie that I'm really, 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 really excited, though, because I have been waiting years to do this. I think since we started the podcast, though. I didn't thought it was going to take us this long, though. Or I also thought that we were never going to do it. <laughs> yes. This pr- this movie, in particular, I have a very long, complicated history and relationship with it. Raul knows all the details. It's the basis of a relationship, though, too. It really is. Yeah. It's the catalyst for a lot of things, both yes. good and bad, which mm-hmm. is quite fitting, really. Because that's pretty much how the movie is. There's a lot of things that are good and bad. Yes. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Ultimate cut, of course. That's mm-hmm. like that's the only cut. And yeah, don't uh theatrical cut, we both agree it's it's, it's god awful. Mm-hmm. Like they take out active chunks that explain certain plot points of the movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know most people are groaning like, oh, and you know what? That's fine. Mm -hmm. You are entitled to that. And I'm going to quote myself because it's the same thing. Like people, there's a lot of people that like Snyder's style. And the same thing with me. I love Shyamalan's style. And I'm like, and some people groan that too. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But I I also love Shyamalan, but I know when he's bad. And that's the thing with Snyder, too. I like a lot of things from Zack Snyder, but I know when he's bad, too. Yeah, if you really don't believe us, listen to our Sucker Punched episode. Or Army or of the Sucker Dead. Or Sucker Punch or Army of the Dead. I was not a fan of Army of the Dead. I thought it was okay. But yeah. Yeah, it's a... Uh... Sucker Punch, yeah. No. Had ambition, though. I did like the ambition of Sucker Punch, though. That's the thing about uh, figure recent, well, I guess, of controversial figure. Mm-hmm. If you're a nerd. I mean, like, literally, Zack Snyder was a Ryan Johnson before Ryan Johnson. Well, he took over Michael Bay's position as yes. controversial director who just wants to make cool shit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it like, actually seems like a nice guy because Michael Bay would... apparently is not a nice man. This will be the ultimate question in fandom. Which movie divided more of a fandom? BBS or The Last Jedi? What a question. What a question. Right? But yeah, this is the sort of sequel to Man of Steel, but it's also the launching pad for the, what was nicknamed the DCEU. It had a lot of things going against it right from the get-go. But let's just take it back first to Comic-Con 2015 when this was announced. I can tell you everybody in the world went absolutely wild. Oh, no, we 14. Were like, yeah, 14 does when it got announced. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know this. I graduated high school that year. And yeah, it was like, oh, yeah, we're making a Man of Steel sequel. And I was like, yeah. And then he's like, well... Uh, I had to comb the DC universe, and then you just saw this the logo, and then this big fat bat, and then everybody went, ah! 
And Chris Hardwick was like, what the shit is that? And then the next question on everybody's mind, who's going to be Batman? Mm -hmm. Because this was coming off of the the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. So big, big shoes to fill for whoever was cast. And we ended up with Ben Affleck, which, of course... a lot of people were shitting on him. Oh, yes. I was not one of those people. And he was the best thing in the fucking movie. I don't know about that. I like Ben Affleck, though, a lot, though. No, I like Ben Affleck as Batman, too. But... Mm-hmm. I don't, best thing in the movie? I don't know. Mm, well, we're gonna he has talk a lot of good though. stuff, but yeah. Um, and then 2015, this is my point of view of the story. Because then a year later, that's when Warner Brothers did a whole panel of showing the Batman vs. Superman first trailer and the Suicide Squad trailer before David Ayer uh, got the recut of doing the reshoots. So I was there at whole age, sleeping on the floor, my first Comic-Con, with no blankets, no pillows, for one whole day, just to get into the whole age panel because I was so angry that I didn't get into the Star Wars one, to the Force Awakens one. And remember that the Kevin's met and a lot of people went to the concert thing. I was so angry about that. So I was there and I have a photo. I think I showed you this photo years ago that I was me crying on whole age seeing the band. I was like, oh my God, like I, I love Superman. I, I don't love Superman as much as Billy because he has read the comics and all of that stuff. But I love Superman because Christopher Reeve's Superman, that was the first superhero movie I ever saw when I was six. So Yeah, me too. We got to talk about those sometime. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to. But I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be fucking awesome. And I remember buying the ticket in my shitty ass theater in, in in Texas, I bought the 3D ticket, the XD cinema ticket. I think it costed like 25 bucks to see it opening night. On I think it was on 3D. I don't remember that part. But when I saw the movie and when I got, I remember I was like, the first thing that came out of my head, I was like, I broke almost part of my back and it took me like a month to heal for that. I mean, because it also was a theatrical cut. I was like, and I was like, I was pissed. And then I remember that at that moment, I noticed how uh, the whole fandom, the whole people that we talked to, it was divisive as hell. I remember that. And I remember you're one of the few people that liked it. And, I was done, and then this is the thing that I'm always have been curious inside. That's why I started our relationship. I was like, I was like, oh, why I ask you? Tell me your point of view. Why you liked it. And I didn't want it to say, oh, you're wrong and blah, 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 blah. We just kept talking. And that's kind of like the start of our friendship because we only knew each other like through Twitter. We started talking more because of this movie. And then when the uh, when the special edition came out, I was like, you know what? Because of Billy, I'm going to watch it. I didn't want it to, but I watched it. I was like, you know what? I get it. I liked it more. And... That's my relationship with this movie, though. So my relationship with this movie, I did not go to Hall H. Mm-hmm. But I did used to go to advanced screenings mm-hmm. when they actually gave me emails and stuff. This was one of those. I actually remember people forget that the teaser trailer 
for this had a theatrical thingy. And I was able to get a Batman and Superman poster out of that. I have those framed in my bedroom. I still have them to this day. I will always keep them there. And it was a big event. Like, I mean, it was literally just tickets to see a teaser trailer. And it really was a teaser. They did not show much. But, I mean, it's Batman and Superman. It was the first time those were two were going to be on screen together. It's my two favorite superheroes of all time. I know I was not the only one. But I watched it, and I was kind of like, wow, that was a lot. I had a process, but I also had like a big, dumb, goofy grin on my face, and I was like, I can't wait for everybody to see it. And then the movie released. And then... It broke my heart into a million pieces. I felt like Superman at the end of this movie with the kryptonite spear or with, you know, and I was the lone person. I remember I was like, I felt like I was the lone person going up against a whole storm of shit. Yeah. And months later, I got the reverse experience of you. We wrote one. Everybody was loving it. And I was like, I said, this is a piece of garbage. <laughs> I was one of the, it was like, one. I experienced the same thing that you did, but in reverse. In a very different way. I got a lot of disrespect. Yes, I was talked you did. down to. I was bullied. Mm-hmm. Yes, you did. I remember. There were days where I would be breaking down crying. Mm-hmm. It was bad. I mean, now I've since gained a much tougher skin. Mm-hmm. But it was tough. It was tough. And to those people, all I got to say is, I still hope you rot in hell. Yes. Because what you did was unforgivable. And I hope karma hits you like a train. But like Raul said, it was a big talking point. Mm-hmm. It made me infamous. Mm-hmm. And I could have behaved in a better way. But yeah. That's my relationship with the movie. But and I, I stand, like his rebel I, kind of behavior, though. I don't. That's the thing that I like about Billy. That's not the thing that I like. I stood. I stood by my convictions. Yes, and I stand by them to this day. You're as stubborn as me. Yeah. <laughs> if I legitimately don't like it anymore, for whatever reason, I'll say mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But I do. And I, I can understand why people don't like it. Mm-hmm. that wasn't the problem the problem i had with people was just how cruel they were to they were anybody really that had any different opinion mm-hmm. you were co- you were basically called stupid and were not treated with any like decency yeah because that specific timing fandom when that happened with bvs that was when Marvel was on top of the world and Civil War came out that same year. Yeah, like two months later, right? Two, yes, and later. everybody was praising Civil War, which they should have. It's a great movie. But <laughs> now I feel like years later, the tides are turning. Mm-hmm. I've Much like many of Zack Snyder's films, more a lot of people are still... Um, divided on this of course mm-hmm. they always will be but i've seen some people actually turn over yeah 
not as much as Mm -hmm. man of steel but like some people will be like okay there have been much more respectful conversations and a lot more fans like i remember i felt like when i went on twitter and i found a bunch of fans of the movie and you don't know how much that meant you know Mm -hmm. not being alone Mm -hmm. because i was alone for a long time and yeah anyway 12 and a half minutes in we had to say that though we had to see our issue with this this because important was a this is a very important part of our lives yeah well friendship our entire fucking friendship was mm-hmm. made because of this movie. Yes. But yeah. Um, we start the movie with Bella from, from and John Winchester from Supernatural as Batman's parents. Well, <sighs> first, it's a funeral. Funeral, yes. Of the Waynes. And then the we Waynes. get the Waynes. And it is shot very much like a Zack Snyder way. A lot of filters and a lot of slow-mo. The pearls. The pearls. I like the. I like this version of the pearls though. I do like it a lot though. The slow mo is very well using the how to when they kill Martha with the pearls though. I do like it here. Yeah. I'm gonna and... say this because the thing that I like about this intro and I liked it even when I when the theatrical cut. I like the Snyder introducing Batman in a very different way. That's the thing that I like, though, because, of course, it's repetitive because we know about the Dan Wayne's dying the same way. But I do like the thing about little Bruce Wayne floating with the bats. I do yeah. like that kind of ascending kind of thing. I was like, looks kind of damn cool. And I was like, saying, this is Zack Snyder's Batman. This yeah, is why it's different. I mean, the very first lines are, there was a time above, a time mm-hmm. before. There were perfect things, diamond absolutes, but things fall, mm-hmm. things on earth. And what falls is fallen. Mm-hmm. In the dream, it took me to the light, a beautiful lie. And then we just get this white background and it says Metropolis. The day the world is introduced to the Superman. And then it cuts. Even people that hate this movie, this is probably. This is a very good scene. Very, very good scene. This is one of the best scenes in the movie. Yes, the 9-11 Metropolis point of view. Yeah, so it's the Man of Steel final act, but -hmm. it's told from Bruce Wayne's point of view. Mm -hmm. Like, from ground level. And everything... It's hard to make it feel seamless without it being shoehorned in. Just watch the recent Fast and Furious movies if you know what I'm talking about. That's how you do not do it. Here is how you do do it. Everything is synced up. It, lo- it makes sense. It feels like it's always been a part of this world. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it goes in, and then um, we get one of the employees, Scoot McNary, gets his legs absolutely destroyed. And the reason why the kids were there, mm-hmm. we didn't know that, Apparently, it was take your kids to work day at Wayne Financial. No way. So that's why the kids are there. And yes, it does evoke images of 9 11. Mm-hmm. And he saves this girl. By the way, that building falling down, 
a lot of that was practical. Like oh, they had like a big cool. police scene. A and lot the of the stuff was. It looks pretty cool. I was going to say, that doesn't feel like a stunt double. That felt like Affleck did that. Yeah, and most of the... this movie was shot in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And in, like, they did some stuff in Chicago, but most of it was in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was just like, man, I really want to go there. When they were filming it, because mm-hmm. I knew, I just. Um, I wanted that, but you see him look up at the Wayne logo in the behind destroyed. Yeah, and then you get the Batman theme. Now it's the do 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 do. It's kind of cool, but he's just looking up, and then we see Superman and Zod. They're crashing into buildings and stuff, and you just see his anger, and you completely understand why he would hate him. There's a good way to set up the, the, the fight. I do like it a lot, though. I don't like, you know what? This is very good motive for Batman to hate Superman. And I like it a lot. And I think this is where it shines with all the Batman stuff because of the little details. Hmm. We get the Superman stuff, which is a little bit more divisive for me. Very complicated. Yes. On one hand, he gets certain things. Mm-hmm. On others, oh yeah. By the way, we're not gonna recap this movie. No, it's detail, a lot. Scene, scene, scene. But yeah, we do get some kryptonite finally. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, there was no kryptonite Man of Steel. There was no kryptonite Man of Steel, and mm-hmm. we. So it stated in this movie that that kryptonite was on Sa's ship, technically, right? Or was yes. it under the sea? So I watched the director's commentary, and Zack Snyder said it was part of. You know how it was terraforming the Earth? Mm-hmm. Well, that's some of the Earth because it was turning it into Krypton. And you know that kryptonite is just pieces of Krypton mm-hmm. that have mutated and are harm- harmful for Kryptonians. So we're saying if there will have been more movies in the in this universe, more people or villains will have found more kryptonite around the world. Probably. Wow. Yeah. Like so this. also, this takes place 18 months later, which is mm-hmm. supposed to be because this movie was originally supposed to be in 2015. So this takes place technically in 2015 because mm-hmm. that'd be a year and a half. They released it in 2016 in my birth year of March. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, Superman is controversial as well. And people either love him or hate him. It's kind of, it's sort of meta commentary about mm-hmm. like Zack Snyder, but also this is kind of like what Superman would really be like if he existed in our world. I like the real life commentary though, because yeah, cable news will hate them. We'll, we'll be all the all fact the that top. they got so many celebrity yes. people as well, like Neil deGrasse Tyson, Anderson Cooper, the Charlie one with the Rose. Big hair. The one from, from Gone Girl. Oh, that she was, goddamn Nancy Grace. Fucking Nancy Grace. I was like, what's her name? These, like, these are real. They really did do this. They even got Jon Stewart mm-hmm. for something. Not not the comic book character Jon Stewart. Actual, like, you know. <laughs> Thank you former, for the clarification, yeah. <laughs> former Daily Show Jon Stewart. And, yeah, we know that Batman's a vigilante. Um, a very hardcore vigilante. Yeah, and also Alfred is Jeremy Irons. He's awesome. But we see One this is a very Alfreds. different... Yeah, this is a very different... Um, he, he actually reminds me of our friend Morgan 
same same sort of dry sense of humor yeah. and very you know prim and proper but ultimately he's kind of this is a different Batman. This is a seasoned Batman. It's an mm-hmm. older Batman. And it's one where he's just sort of apathetic at this point and has really lost a sense on his morality, which is very interesting because it's never shown. Mm-hmm. This has never really been seen on film. This is definitely based on The Dark Knight Returns yeah, run this by is Frank a, Miller. This is a Batman that has seen some shit. He's, he's not the optimistic Batman, like I'm going to clean up the city and everything. No, he's just kind of this jaded Mm -hmm. crusty old dude. And I think Affleck really plays it well. He's got to do a lot of acting of with just his eyes and his Mm -hmm. face. And also I think he has the best look of any Batman. Cause like when I look at him, I'm like, yeah, that's Bruce Wayne with the hair, even though it was a wig with the physique, he Mm -hmm. is a, big man ben affleck is six foot four so he is a big guy and i'm gonna say this he's got a big head too. i have to say it again but i'm like Zach, are you sure you're not gay because there's that scene where he's training and i'm like oh my god yeah. ben affleck gorgeous damn oh yeah and then the most controversial figure in this movie lex luther played by of all people jesse eisenberg um yeah it's very easy to make fun of this guy and yeah when i first saw him i was like what the hell is this this isn't lex luther yeah i was gonna uh, i remember the first time i saw i was like um i remember when i saw the trailer that coming i was like is he kind of like the lex luther son or something because they didn't tell you that in the trailer or i thought that, that he was a poser when I saw the trailer, I was like, maybe he's like a poster of Lex Luthor. We're going to find out the Lex Luthor later. Because they give you kind of like a little hint that like he's the son of another Luthor. So maybe I thought that the father was the real Lex Luthor. He is, uh, technically. But yeah, for me, when you listen to his dialogue, these are things Lex Luthor would we'll say. say. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, even when he is, when they do the whole scene with the the charity event, mm-hmm. he gives the whole thesis of the movie. Uh, but also, he's sort of flexing his intelligence around everything, like the way he says certain things, certain words that he says. It's very, um, it's very Lex Luthor, really. Mm-hmm. Because that's another thing about Lex is that wordplay is a big thing for him yeah and he also sees superman as this threat to his power so he convinces this senator played by holly hunter i guess they just really wanted holly hunter mrs incredible um to help him get some kryptonite and permission to bring the kryptonite he needs permission and she's like no not really she's like you want to forge a silver uh, bullet to kill him he's like no 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 no. for uh for security he's like no no no. it's planetary secure security mm-hmm. just because we can we don't need the silver bullet but if we can forge one we don't have to depend upon the kindness of strangers and then uh everybody makes fun of the jolly rancher thing which yeah is a little weird <laughs> but uh he does get the other senator to agree to it 
And, and to get Zod's body. To get Zod's body. That's not Michael Shannon, right? That's a body double. No, that's right? a dummy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just a dummy of uh, Michael Shannon. Mm-hmm. And there's little details, though, that this movie does that I absolutely love. For example, mm. Lex Luthor's theme is just an inverted theme of Superman's. Yes. Oh, that's true. Good because catch. Hans Zimmer came back and also Junkie XL. Mm-hmm. Um, came in as well, and so Junkie XL worked on Batman stuff, and then Hans Zimmer was able to work more on Superman and especially Wonder Woman's. That Wonder Woman thing is cool. The guitar riff, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, we see the- uh, or um, we also in the Ultimate Edition we get uh North Africa with Lois. And the first thing I hated, uh, what they did with Jimmy Olsen. Not cool, bro. Yeah. Turned him into a CIA agent and then killed him. In less than okay. two minutes of screen time? Yeah. But then again, he was a, he played a pretty terrible character on Smallville, so... I, I mean, I'm convinced that Zack Snyder is a fan of Smallville because he does get a couple of alumni there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lois is there to investigate, like, do an interview with a warlord. Mm-hmm. But it turns out the whole thing was a ploy to bait Superman. That mm-hmm. it turns very complicated if you think about it, because it was counting of Lois to show up, and then for Superman to save those people, to save her, kick the, the general's ass, while Superman didn't notice that the Russian guy was kill all of those people and flaming them yeah because they wanted to make it look like that superman blasted they them, with, blast them with the laser and there's like senate hearings and there are people like oh superman's terrible and then um you know he's he's trying to grapple with you know now that he's out there in the world mm-hmm. what's the best way to do it and the biggest thing was I wish that he just would have been optimistic, like the Superman that we know in public, but behind closed doors, mm-hmm. he would have been like, you know, like the burden of the world is starting to get to him, mm-hmm. like, and confide in Lois, like, am I doing the right thing? Like, I'm trying to do the right thing, that mm-hmm. sort of thing, which everyone is like, oh, that's sacrilegious. Superman would never do that. He he would if he's starting out, because... Mm-hmm. Have you tried to stay nice all the time? It is not easy. It's much harder to be a good person. And the as the thing, this is the thing. I I don't know if I said this on Man of Steel, but I like this version of Superman because one of my constant complaints for a lot of movies, I don't like heroes that are pure, and I do like that this Superman makes mistakes. That's why I like him. About. Yeah, that's the thing, and I think it's just um. It's his morality. Mm-hmm. I and think I think the problem is this is basically a retread of what he learned in the first movie. And also, because the best way, this is the thing I had to bring up, the thing that a lot of people see Superman from. He's an immigrant learning how to live in America. Yeah, but the, also he's the getting thing... Canceled. I mean, yeah, I but he's also... Typically in mythology, everyone sees Superman as a god. But... I do like that but conversation. He's, he's a god that wants to be a man. Yes. First and foremost, he is a man. 
He's a good man. And I think it's just we didn't spend enough time with him. Mm -hmm. And this is my problem with the movie. I think this storyline of the government versus Superman would have been a Man of Steel sequel. And then you do this movie. Yeah, everybody brings up that fact. And it should have been Man of Steel 2, just a Superman movie. With him grappling with the public image. Mm -hmm. You can introduce Lex Luthor there. And yeah, but Warner, I actually blame the studio because Zack Snyder really didn't want to do a sequel. No. He was, they were like, hey, we need a cinematic universe. We got to compete with Marvel. Put it all in one movie. And he's like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll do what I can do best. And then the worst thing that happened after this movie there's a mistake that the studio made a lot. They became too reactionary to every single one of their uh, of the opinions of the people and the fandom and the critics. They did not let the, the thing play out. They didn't let it to play out more organically. This is one of the mistakes of this universe. Yes. And it's just pisses me off just mm-hmm. how um how badly they just handled it mm-hmm. because they're the ones that wanted it in the first place mm-hmm. you know you knew going in it's a guy that's very divisive mm-hmm. and yeah you could put it all in one movie but it's not going to be the same it's the it, there there's a similar argument to the next thing that we're going to talk about mm-hmm. but yeah overall it's just superman and l- like he's watching the news and and stuff with those terrible fake eggs oh and... but when he joins to the hot tub with the bad water okay yeah like when ass, he shows up I... at home and he's just like hey i was gonna cook and everything and they're just lois and clark are just normal couple and they have really good chemistry yeah, and, Amy Adams, and Amy Adams and Henry Cavill have incredible chemistry. And, and he's just like, hey, I don't care about anybody else. I'm just glad that, or like, I don't care what other people say about me. I'm just more concerned about you. And then... And the thing that he repeats like three times, I I was like, you're my world, Lois. I don't care about anyone else. You're my Yeah, world. but like when he's watching the whole news report and the whole saving montage. Uh-huh. And yeah... I just wish that he would have been like, I don't know, maybe not have a smile on his face, but like he seems more. I mean, but I do like the pain in his, uh, his uh, him saving people because he feels like he's just walking on mines. I do like this decision, though, because it's part of his storyline that even if he saves people, he's going to get criticized about it. Yeah, it's it's not that. It's just like in public, Superman would... Like, he wants to save people. Mm-hmm. And he has that power. And then they have that whole montage and a lot of Christ imagery as well. And he has to be with Mexican people in Day of the Dead. Of I'm course. Like... Or, like, when he's saving the rocket. Um, that looks like a comic We get cover. him literally holding the weight of the rocket there. It reminds me of the myth of Atlas holding mm-hmm. the weight of the world on his shoulders. It's very... Yeah obvious it's little details like that that i (laughs) yeah 
Zack Snyder is anything but subtle, mm-hmm. but it's little details like that I love. Mm-hmm. But like he's watching everything, and he what does he do? He just calls his mom. He just says hi, mom. Mm-hmm. Like that's something Superman would do. He would call his mom, mm-hmm. and then he goes to visit her, and then she's just like, I don't like what they're saying on the news. She's like, be their hero, be their savior, or be, or be nothing of it. of it. Yeah. And I think they should have just ended it right there because I don't like the line when she says, you don't owe this world a thing you never did. That's something a mother would say. That's something Martha Kent would never say. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, because I don't read the comics. I do like that. Martha Kent would never say anything like that. Because that is a mom line though. But that is something that a mom line would be. I will say that line too, if it was my son. I will say, you don't know them anything. I was like, but... I also like. This I think that's also to... why I connected with those movies because they just felt more real. But I also understand there are certain time honored traditions, and we mm. go to see comic mm. movies to get away from the world. And this was like basically, hey, what if this actually existed? And this is the thing I like this point of view on the universe. This is the thing that I like about this movie. It felt like Zack Snyder wanted to show. What we can do, what can we do to make it seem that it's different from Marvel? And I like this point of view, though. What if God says among men? Because that's the thing that I have noticed for a lot of DC comics. The DC characters are very powerful. They're more yeah, powerful they're, than the they're, Marvel characters. They're essentially gods. Yes. For the most part. And that's why Batman is so interesting, because he stands toe-to-toe with these godlike beings, and he mm-hmm. is just a man. Mm-hmm. That's what's so fascinating and he's probably that's that's why he could he has led the Justice League before in comic books mm-hmm. and it's it's the Trinity and anything I, with one of those three mm-hmm. or hell it could just be those three and it's like unstoppable mm-hmm. and I do like uh, when I do like the design of the Batcave it looks pretty damn cool the whole thing with the levels and the, all of the beautiful cars and. I love this thing that Alfred says. I was like, even when you go to to be old like me, young Master Wayne, you're never gonna get to that. I was like, uh, and then you're branding them. They were always have been criminals, Alfred. Men came from the sky, came with power. That's how it starts, says Alfred. The fever, the lust of control, enters good men, cruel. And he's saying, you've lost your way, dude. Mm-hmm. You no, know, the gods hurl thunderbolts. I also love that he's watching the same footage from Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. But like later in the fight, he'll use that same... He memorized how Superman fights mm-hmm. so he can counteract that. Because that's something Batman would do. Yeah, because Batman, he's an investigator. He's a detective. He like... Yeah. And, and uh... while this is happening, like there's like three different plot lines. Lex... I think that's the big thing is like they crammed too much. They could have taken some stuff mm-hmm. out. And just simplified it. I'm gonna the say pieces this were there. We don't need Lois doing the investigating thing. Yeah, because she gets a bullet that <laughs> hit her journal, and she's trying to trace it. In the Ultimate Edition, she has a, a forensic analyst played by Jenna Malone. I do like her though, for the two three scenes that she has though. Yeah, so explaining where it is mm-hmm. and. And then there's the government feedback with Superman. He's going to go to a hearing. And, and the, the, re- the 
the the witness the witness girl that she was technically set up by Lex. That's another part yeah, of the plot line. And just uh, there's the white Portuguese, which is what Batman is trying to figure out. What is this white Portuguese? Turns out it's a ship that's delivering the shipment of kryptonite from the opening, and it's being delivered to Lex Luthor because Lex Luthor wants the kryptonite because mm. he wants to take out Superman. And don't forget that Holly Hunter knows a little bit about the metahuman thing. Yeah, the metahuman theory. Basically, Uh men among gods, exceptional human beings with powers, and Lex Luthor has been keeping a tab on them. Mm -hmm. Off screen. Off screen, yes. But she also goes to his house, and he... I do like the painting, though. Yeah, that painting is very much symbolic. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she's yeah, like, I, the Red Games are coming. The, the Red Games are coming. Do you know the oldest lie in America, Senator? I'm like, you can and, call me whatever you want. You can grab a bucket of piss and call it Grand Mash Peach Iced Tea. He's like, um, we know better now. Devils don't come from hell beneath us. They come from the sky. sky. That is a very sad, very Lex Luthor line. Yes, and he's like, I would, I tried to keep it the way Dad had it, but I would change that painting. And also, Zack Snyder is doing- also keeps in line with tradition of Lex drinking uh, whiskey. Yes, but also, Lex, uh, Zack Snyder did a follow up from something that happened in Gone Girl, showing Ben Affleck's ass in a shower. Yes, <laughs> and the like the details of like visual details of. So there's Batman wandering aimlessly through this field of the decrepit ruins of Wayne Manor. He doesn't live at Wayne Manor. He lives on cool, like though. a mm-hmm. he lives on this awesome lake house right near it. Mm-hmm. But it's just these like fields of dead wheat and stuff, and he just wanders aimlessly. Doing the gladiator symbolizing... thing. I'm touching the little weed. Yeah, the gladiator thing. But uh it's symbolizing how he's basically lost his way. Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie. Where does he go? He's on a road. Mm-hmm. So he has a purpose now at the end. That's called great visual storytelling. Mm-hmm. And this is when we go to Lex's party and Clark gets assigned to go to, to the party because he got invited. And Yeah, it's a Ru- fundraiser. Browse Wayne sees from afar sees Diana and we have to talk about Gaga Dot. I mean, like, that red dress? I get it. Damn. Yeah, no, she catches your eye immediately, and it's it's also just crazy because now this is the scene where all three of the Trinity are in the same scene, mm-hmm. but really it's more mostly a back and forth of Clark Kent, the reporter. Also, something in the Ultimate Cut that I love is Clark Kent investigating Batman. Yes, because Perry White's just no, you gotta print the sports page, Kent, and he's against him investigating, but he just goes over to Gotham, which is literally across the bay. I, I like that though. I was like, so you can just go to Gotham City just taking the subway or a ferry? <laughs> like, he goes there and he investigates, like, oh, Batman is like, he's a big deal over there. And he's seen as something of a myth, also mm-hmm. a controversial figure. And his introduction is. an executioner. Yeah, and he's like, okay, this guy is just a vigilante that's just taking it way too far because he's branding guys and that's mm. essentially a death sentence and i do like the first time we see batman 
that is him on the on the roof in a yeah corner, his introduction like is like is like a horror movie it looks fucking cool though and you really feel like scared yes and i do like uh in the party was like a i do like this like from the like, oh boy scar can meet bruce wayne i love bringing people together <laughs> this is feels like this was the tone that jc i remember wanted to do i like this but he take it oh, too he, overboard just when he just is a little bit playful, like, oh, okay. Playful. Yeah. Okay. But, like, when he's talking with people, he's always, he's prodding them, too. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever he talks with the senator, you feel like he's like, okay, she's not going to give me what I want. Mm-hmm. Fine. Because yeah. he's even, like, when he's at the Senate, he's like, you know, the oldest lie in America is senator, and then his smile fades, and he just goes, it's that power is absolute. That's the Lex Luthor that we needed more. When of. when we needed part. more of him, like mm. intense, yes, and cold and calculating, which he yes. can do. Recently, he just did a movie where he did that, and I was like, I know, like, uh, Jesse Eisenberg can do it. Mm. I mean, hell, he he did the whole movie, The Social Network, like that. Yeah, so it's out there casting, but that's what's crazy. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm. I think it's just. He went too much of his weird persona, his weird Elon Musk persona. I mean, like he didn't because want... he he really gives off vibes like this is what Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk would do in real life. And also, if did... Superman actually existed, this is probably what they would do. At especially Elon. At least he didn't went full Jared Leto though. No, no, he did not. Cannot and... forgive that. And also, we forgot about the plot and about the guy with no legs that he goes to the Superman memorial. Yeah, because they made a statue of him, which Mm -hmm. he did not ask for. Mm -hmm. And And he defiles it, and it says, false god. He goes, very good symbolism, though. I do like that. And then Also in red uh, color. Mm -hmm. And he goes to jail, and then he gets gets released by Lex Luthor, and Lex Luthor gives him a new wheelchair. And he, I love when he says, I want you to stand for something. Mm-hmm. You see what that means? It's double meaning. Mm-hmm. That's something Luther always does. He always has double meanings. He wants to. And then he's just like, um, he, he makes a comment about how he can't even take a piss. Mm-hmm. And then later when that guy meets with the senator, he says that. And he said that specific word yeah. to get to the senator because that's how he'll uh she probably can figure out oh he talked with luther mm-hmm. and I mean, superman to his credit he shows up at the capitol and he's gonna testify or he's just gonna you know be held accountable and stuff by the way one of the senators from that hearing is a real life senator oh uh senator patrick lee hay he's actually a huge batman fan he actually makes a cameo in the dark knight he's the party guest that was like we don't stand your kind of criminals here. You know, the when oh, Heath Ledger was at the party, one. that guy, he's made a couple of cameos because oh, cool. he's just a big Batman fan. But he is a real-life senator. Nice. And he it, donates all the money that he gets to mm. his, uh, I think his state's library or mm. charity or something, which is really cool. And I do like the senator between the montage that we talk about it when she says, like, we should tell him when to add. What if he doesn't want to add at all? There must be a Superman. That's kind of like the question of the Superman storyline. I think also the problem is that they ask all these questions, but the, there's too many questions. There's too the, many. Any one of the any one, 
any one of those questions could have been made a movie. Mm-hmm. I liken this um this franchise to the Amazing Spider-Man franchise. Yes. To where everybody agrees in this case Henry Cavill perfectly cast really good Superman. Bad material. Well, the sequel tried to set up way too much. Yes. It had good ideas in there if they mm-hmm. had just pulled back a little bit. It could have been really good, but it's not the actor's fault. No. And this is the first time when I saw this movie in the theater and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Because I didn't know about the comics, the Doomsday Injustice Apocalypse Nightmare World. I was like... They could have cut this out entirely. It's cool to look at, Mm -hmm. but they could have cut that out. Because how it's presented was like a fever dream. You're not sure if it's real. The Flash is there and he's just like, you were right about him. Am I too soon? Lois, she's the key. By the way, Flash, Ezra Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Another can of worms. Yeah. And I do like now seeing it at the extended cut and seeing seeing this movie again for for this podcast. I do like this scene, though. But at the same time, I was like, this is the thing that bothers me because we're going to get to it next week with the Snyder Cut. I hate this setup that doesn't pay off. Looks cool, though. I do like this evil Superman. They should have set this up in one of the Justice League movies. Or if they wanted to make a Justice League Mm 2, they could have done that. Mm-hmm. But we just needed more time to really get to know these characters and the fact that, you know, everybody was just like, why don't they just introduce their solo movies? It's like, well, the Snyder Cut actually has a very good s- solution to that. Mm-hmm. But, or like, they could have done that, done some spinoffs, mm-hmm. and then do a Justice League. But, you know, it's what ifs. And yeah. Or any, we're back and. And um, then uh, we get to another when when Bruce finds out that the white Portuguese has the Kryptonian, uh, the Kryptonite. I was like, I'm gonna steal it after to destroy it. No, you're gonna go to war. He brought it to us. He has the power to destroy the whole human race. And if it's even one one percent the chance that could be our enemy, we have to take that chance. Just a good line from right now. Yes, but he is not our enemy, and he's like, maybe not today. Mm-hmm. Twenty years in Gotham, you've seen what promises are worth. How many mm-hmm. good guys are left? How many stayed that way? We have to destroy it. And he's, ba- he's basically, Alfred's like, dude, we can't destroy him. He is on our side. I know. And so Batman's just like, no, no, he he's not on our side. He killed all those people. And I'm going to say this because even when I hit and did not like the theatrical cut, I did feel heartbroken for Ben Affleck because he showed in so many of the interviews he had was excited for this. And after the movie came out, I can feel his heartbreak. And I'm going to say this. I still like Ben Affleck's as Batman. We had the whole sad Affleck meme. Yeah. And then... But he was excited, though. Ben Affleck was fucking excited of being a superhero. Well, yeah, because he got to be Batman. Mm-hmm. Who would not want to be Batman? He got to be Superman in another movie before that. Hollywood Land, yes, mm-hmm. that's also a very good. I'd check that out if you want some learn some history. Yeah, about the old Superman, George Reeves. Mm-hmm. 
like the adventures of Superman, like the 50s Superman. Yes. Also had Diane Lane in that. Mm-hmm. And, and after this, I love Perry's little joke when we come with like, oh, man, like, like um, I was like, uh, clicks his heels three times and then he goes back to Kansas. I was like, I like Perry's little. Perry White has some great one liners. One style kind of jokes. Yeah, he's just like, when this planet was founded, this meant something. He's like, so would you if it was 19 or it would if it was 1938 <laughs> and stuff, which is, of course, when Superman debuted. Mm-hmm. Did yeah, you um, notice we, when Batman... I, I, I feel like there needed to be a scene of Superman just like maybe some PTSD from the events of Man of Steel. Like, oh, I could have saved those people. I feel like that would have... That would have been needed, though. Yeah, that should have been needed, and then he can talk with Lois about that, and then be like, "I'm still gonna try," because you know he—that's his ultimate thing—is he's still he's still trying to save people. He doesn't need to do anything if he doesn't want to, but he's still doing it in spite of the fact that half the world hates him. It will have added some little tra- layer though, because adding trauma to Superman—that would have been really interesting to show. Anyway, uh, bombing happens at the capitol i know we're jumping around we're but jumping around really who cares yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're like, trying something new this we, might we work this might not though. work and then the bombing on the capitol damn because after what happened two years ago well not only that but there's a detail where you see superman crying too i do like this moment though and then something that they shouldn't have cut out is him, he's actually trying to save people that are in there and I, that are injured. But he ultimately, like, and he drops them off to the medics. But he also feels like he's in the way because he can't, he doesn't really know what to do. He's sort of overwhelmed at the same time. But I get Because he, he feels responsible. He feels that. responsible, but I also like this little thing that Harry Cow is doing with his eyes. Like, he feels like he's. Um. Can I just describe that? He feels guilty, but he wants to save at the same time. He doesn't care what people think because he only cares about saving people. I like that little moment without showing any dialogue. That he's yeah, showing. like he's looking around, making sure everyone's safe and okay. But he feels the disappointment that, that he can't a... save everyone. Mm-hmm. And then he flies off because like in the theatrical cut, he just sort of... Just standing um, there. He just sort the... of just stands there and then he just flies off. Mm-hmm. And you see, adding context is great. And we also learned that the Batman bullet already... was made from LexCorp. So she traces it to Lex Luthor, hired those guys. Mm-hmm. And then we also learn that the wheelchair that was given was encased in lead. Lead, infamously, Superman cannot see through. And that was not in the damn theatrical cut. That was needed to be Yes, there. The, that's why the ultimate cut, it puts some stuff in context. Mm-hmm. They took out a half hour of this movie and important context for certain things. Mm-hmm. Does that make the movie better for some people? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. It did for me. It did for me too, Yeah. But some people still don't like it. And that's fine. If you that's think it's fine. boring, is that's more than okay. I can understand because it's a very, it's a very serious movie. It did need some more like lighthearted 
moments. Do you notice that Jan Nicholson not at the terminal when I Batman did. tried to steal the crypto? And I was like, I had never noticed that before until today. Yeah, this movie is packed with Easter eggs too. And it, they're really cool. But uh um while that's happening, also there's a scene with Batman and Wonder Woman, and it is hot. There's yes. no other way to describe it, but Ben Affleck and one and Gal Gadot, I mean, I look at them, I'm like, yeah, that's Bruce Wayne and Diana Prince. And, and also, she because she stole the drive from the fundraiser mm-hmm. and was like, no, I couldn't get it back because Mr. Luther has a photo that belongs to me mm-hmm. and I couldn't get through his military grade encryption. And then she's just goes, you'll find it in the glove compartment of your car. Mr. Wayne, essentially knowing everybody just knows Bruce Wayne's Batman. Superman knows he is because he could hear him talking with Alfred. But Which I like seen... that detail as well. Like when he he hears him and he's like, "Oh, okay, he's Batman." I like that little Superman fact that he's listening to Batman, listening to Alfred. I do. I was like, "Ah, that's a very Superman kind of thing." I like it though. And I also we skip one of my favorite things when Superman uh, goes to uh, the Batmobile and he takes up the part of the. Oh movie. yeah, when they introduced. When Batman tries to steal the kryptonite or whatever. The bat is dead. Bury it. Consider this mercy. And then Ben after is like, tell me, do you bleed? And then Superman leaves. You will. Like, Knowing full well that he can hear him too. Like, Damn it. So that's that's pretty cool. And uh, we get our training montage of Ben Affleck. Also Ben Affleck's big ass jaw. It looks so fucking cool with the yeah, cow. Yeah, he's got, he's got that fucking chin. And, and then, yeah, Ben Affleck got in sweaty. incredible shape. I mean, so did Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill looks like a blow-up doll. Uh, but Ben Affleck looks more buffer, though. And Ben Affleck is just like like a brick wall. Yum. That's Dude just got it. huge. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, we learned <laughs> that Batman broke the encryption, and then he sends it to Wonder Woman through email. Oh, yeah. Boys can share too, and I was like, Is "Yeah, because she made a she made a comment about ah men no or it's true what they say about young boys no natural inclination to share." Mm-hmm. She would know she's old because we get the photo that actually does tie into Wonder Woman very good, very man, well. Though. Yeah, because like the first time I saw that, I was like, "Is that Chris Pine?" Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, it actually is because he's like that photo isn't. Um, belong to you. It is you. Who are you? And then we get our little scenes of the Flash at a grocery store um, stopping someone. I like the detail of the milk staying in the air. Yes. Real quick. And then we get the Aquaman one. That it feels where... like it was shot in a pool in stage 16 in Warner Brothers. Because that's exactly where it was shot. <laughs> Jason Momoa. Um, well, because Brad... <laughs> And then we get um, Cyborg. The Terminator 2 guy? Yeah, Silas Stone Mm -hmm. brings uh, Cyborg to life with a mother box. It actually does become important in the next movie. We'll talk Mm -hmm. about that a little bit. Yes. But yeah, ultimately, after Superman is like... (sighs) it's, It's this point where he's at his lowest low where I'm like, I don't know, Superman would ever say this. Or he's like... Lois is like, this symbol means something. It's sometimes it's the only thing that people have. And he's like, it did on my world. My world doesn't exist. Uh-huh. That's fine. But after his scene with Luther, when he says no one stays good in this world, Superman would never say that. 
And also Not even at his lowest low, Superman would never say that. Well, he says Superman was never real. It was just a farmer's real. That's what they have. Is what that gives them hope. And I'm like, damn it. Yeah, and I like... Um, so there's no traditional fortress of solitude. It's more so like he's in the real world. Mm-hmm. And then we get our scene with Kevin Costner, and he's talking about um, an example of how he did something heroic, but there was consequences to that. And then he asks, you know, he's like, when did, uh, when did the, night, did the nightmares ever stop? And he's like, yeah, when I met your mom, she mm. gave me faith that there's good in this world. She was my world. And like when he says, I miss you, son. And he goes, I miss you too, dad. Aww. I felt that. And I love that Bruce Wayne goes to see his parents' grave. And then uh, Alfred, um, he says to her first generation of the Waynes were hunters, Alfred. And so falls the house away. I was like, damn. I was like, damn you, Jeremy Irons. Like, he's like, I'm older now than my father ever was. Mm-hmm. And then criminals are like weeds, Alfred. You pull one up, two, three more sprout in its mm-hmm. place. Basically, like, is it worth it to do what we do? And I think that's the whole theme of the movie is, is it worth it to try to be heroic if in the end you feel like it's not? But ultimately, at the end of the movie, I think it does, it ends on an optimistic hope because they're like, yeah, it is. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it stated that technically Batman is like in his 50s and Superman is like early 30s? Yes. And also it's that kind of thing of like different generations kind of point of view too. Yeah, because um, Superman is the, I mean, he's unseasoned, he's brand new. And everything, he's essentially, it, it's like, yeah, God is a, a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, please and, tell me, I'm just curious, because so, uh, Zack Snyder did that thing of putting Superman as Jesus a lot. Did, did, when Superman dies, was was he 33? I'm curious. That's a good, that'd be a good observation to put. That would be really I have no cool idea. Fact, I though. actually don't. I don't know, but that's a very good observation. That's a question to ask to Zack Snyder. That's a thing we have to save. That would, but uh, also, the this movie takes inspiration from a movie called Excalibur. That's mm-hmm. it's one of Zack Snyder's favorite movies. It's actually one of the movies on on the theater. I was gonna say that beginning. Yeah, and uh, Superman is Arthur, and Batman is Lancelot, mm-hmm. and certain things like, you know. Batman makes a spear of kryptonite. The spear, you're thinking the spear that pierced Christ's mm-hmm. skin, as well as the spear is like, it's like a very early man-made weapon. Mm-hmm. And I also love that he makes canisters of uh, that's a pretty full of kryptonite. kryptonite. He, he, he makes kryptonite gas, but he also puts the symbol for lead on the canisters, so that way he can't see through it. That's a- or like he also has the smoke bomb that's made out of lead mm-hmm. which also very harmful but it's it's raining and essentially superman goes over before this lex Luthor comes and throws lois lane off a building i, I like that because he said destroy his road to superman is lois lane which is good which is good very dakota funny still like in twilight yeah and essentially it's just like oh yeah i did all that uh, I basically manipulated this fight to happen because mm-hmm. I want it, you to either it take each other. Eighteen months to convince Batman that he that he that Superman was evil. 
I was like, oh. Yeah, he's like, it actually didn't take much of a uh, effort to do a couple of notes here. You let your family die. And now you will go to him. Because if you don't, because they kidnapped Martha, mm-hmm. Kent, and he's like, if you don't, Martha dies. And if you kill me, Martha also dies. But if you give me the head of the bat, Martha lives. And, and he's I, like, this is my favorite Lex Luthor moment of J.C. Eisenberg. I was like, mm, the mother of a full powerful man is considered a witch. Martha, Martha, Martha. The punishment for witches is there by fire. Then I love the superhero. So he's like, where is she? If you kill me, she dies. I have to kill the bat. And now God bends to my will. Bring me the head to the bat to save Martha. And I'm like, yeah, because he's so <laughs> convinced that he, he wants to prove Superman to be a fraud. Because mm-hmm. he's so insecure. Mm-hmm. Like He's like, there's got to be something wrong with you. There has to be. There's no good in this world. This this is the moment that I like from J.C. Semper and Lex Luthor. This feels like Lex Luthor. And I love this because the thing that I admire about Lex Luthor that he always brings Superman. It's a beautiful fight between man and a god. And that's the thing that I love about it. The well, that's, that's why he's his arch enemy. He's mm-hmm. just a man. Yes. Greatest criminal mastermind of all time. But... Yeah, I'm. I'm actually very excited to see what Nicholas Holt is going to bring to Nicholas it. Nicholas Holt is going to rock it. I have a feeling. Yeah, and so Superman is just like, I gotta go. I gotta try to explain it. And then he does that terrible line of, "No one stays good in this world." If he just would have said, "I gotta try to explain it to him," mm. because that's what he does. Because Superman or Batman's all dressed up, very much, ex- almost exactly like the Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. If you know about that story, you know who's going to win this fight. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that, yeah, like if this was real, like Superman was not holding back. Yeah, like really, you you think Batman would still win even with prep time? Um, I mean, I mean it would have been it'd be a more intense fight, but like Batman, they had some advantages though. I do like he did. I love that he. Uh, he was counting the paces to where he could put the spear in. Yes. Very calculative. I doesn't think that I like about Batman's plan. Yeah, and then it's just like in the rain and everything, and he's just like, Bruce, we gotta... Lex manipulated us, and then they fight, and it's pretty all right. Uh, you know? I love... I was kind of surprised with how intimate it felt. Mm-hmm. I love my favorite moment of the fight is when Batman throws the gas bomb the first time and when you think that thing that you said that he predicted that he was going to punch him and Batman stops him and I love Harry Cavill's eyes looking. I was like, oh fuck, I'm weak. I love that reaction. Yeah, and then like the lines of breathe it in, that's fear. You think you're brave. Men are brave. He's, mm. he's you know, he's not calling him a man. And the way that like, Batman jumps on top of him, very WWE style, I was like, damn! Yeah, I love and then, that. like, when the gas wears off, and then he's punching him in the face, and it just stops, and it's like, ding, And then you kick him in the And then you just, see the, you just see his face, he's like, oh, shit, I'm sorry, but then no, Superman Batman. just, he just throws him through, like, three, like, Mr. Incredible, he throws him through, like, three walls. I love like, it's nothing. I was like, oh, shit, I'm fucked. <laughs> And then he just goes up and then boom! Yeah. But yeah, that's the kryptonite canisters. They get him. 
And you then know, he's I just like, him. your parents probably taught you that you were special. Well, mine taught me something too. He's just dying in a gutter for no reason. And then he absolutely just wrecks him. And I also love that Batman uses the Terminator 3 fighting of grabbing the thing and putting it on top of <laughs> Superman like I Schwarzenegger to the Terminatrix. I was like, damn. Yeah, there's a lot of like, ooh, moments like, ooh, yeah. it feels like, like a, like a fight, you know, like a, like a, it is where a one person fight. is clearly trying to do harm to the other. And, and, and Harry Superman, Campbell, like, this is the first time that he fights in a bad room before Mission Impossible 6. Yes, yes. But he's also, you can tell he's not really giving it his all. Like, he's, he's starting to lose it a little bit. Because, like, Batman's starting to piss him off. And he's like, okay. Because you notice, like, whenever he gets the upper hand, it's like when Batman gets him to a point where he runs his patience. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, all right, fine. Grabs his foot and then throws him. Mm-hmm. And I he's also... like, but he's he's actively not trying to kill him. I also love when, which is something Superman would do. He's he would never try to kill Batman. I love Batman throwing Superman onto like ten floors, and the scream of Superman's pain. I was like, it hurts because you lost Superman so much. But this, I was like. Damn, Batman is getting the upper hand. This is fucking cool. I really like two reactions to that moment. I was like, damn. Yeah, it's it's like all dark and in the rain, and Batman's yeah. got the white eyes for once, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it looks cool. It's not like in the Dark Knight where it was like a little <laughs> nod. And I love the red cape focus as we see Superman falling and how he dress him. You could make it like symbolism of blood and whatnot, but. Yeah, he just gets him down, and he literally puts, he swings him around through multiple pillars, and then he puts him down, he grabs the spear, of course the kryptonite's right near him, so it's weakening him, he cuts his face a little bit, and then Lois arrives using the beast style from a helicopter. He literally has his foot on his throat, Mm -hmm. which reminds me of the Dark Knight Returns, where there's a quote where he said, in all the years to come, in all your most private moments... I want you to remember my hand at your throat. I want you to remember the one man that beat you. God, it bring it brings it back to that. That should have been there. That would have been too obvious. I know. But yeah, that's when we get to the most controversial moment of this movie. You were never a god. You were not even a man. You led him to kill Marta. You have to fight him. Save Marta. Then Bruce remembers... Uh, yeah, that was his supernatural dying. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's like confused and he's just like, Why did you say that name? You know, like I get it. All he should have said was I mean, I get it. I, I on one hand I understand why, but on the other hand, it's like certain things could have been changed a little bit. I'm gonna say this. As a regular audience goer, because I didn't know this about the comics, this was a reveal for me. Did I never know? And also, yeah, every, I think everybody realized this. Yeah, because I think the writer Chris Terrio realized, oh yeah, they do have the same mom's name. Is, but that's not why the fight ended. Because mm-hmm. he's just like he's he says that, and he's like, "Are you messing? Essentially, are you messing with me? Why are you saying that name?" Mm-hmm. And then Lois comes in and explains that's his mother's name. And in the very nick of time. 
Lois shows up. Oh, of and course, and then he just like stops, and he's just like some great acting from Ben Affleck here. This, considering he only has like one eye hole that you can really see, it's and you see the gears th mm -hmm. turning in his head, where he's just like he like looks down a little bit, and he's like, "Oh crap, I could have mm -hmm. just killed just he's you know a guy. Mm -hmm. He's a guy. He's got a family. He's got dreams and stuff, and." He's got people that care about him. He's not this monster. Mm -hmm. He just throws the spear and everything. So on one hand, I feel like it could have just been saved with one word. If he had saved, said, save mom, Martha, or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, could you just say save her? Yeah, because that would have been like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. I but get yeah, it. There's no many deny that it's great for comedy yes it's a there great are so many moment. so many great jokes but in the defense of the moment though because i'm brave by the moment i'm gonna say it i did hit it i was like oh so you just stop fighting because of the name but now seeing the the whole cut again and now years later i was like i get it yeah and i think that moment pretty much encapsulates the entire divisive nature of the movie mm -hmm. and then bruce stops throws the throws the spear and then and then i was like i'll make you a promise martha won't die tonight and then superman goes to sas ship because we skipped this uh lex luther is doing a doomsday by using sas body missing his blood doesn't make any damn sense if i hated I this i hated this too <laughs> i hated it because not because of how that came to be. It did not need to belong in this movie. No. They could have put Luther away, and then maybe in another movie, they could have done Doomsday. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Doomsday comes, and then they got to join forces, but then... Don't forget about the Batman fight, though. I do like the Batman fight. Oh, the yes, the Same infamous Martha. warehouse scene where it's just something straight out of the Arkham games, and it's awesome and i'm gonna say this i know that you have read the comics but i'm gonna say this me as a movie goer i don't give a shit if batman kills or not i like yeah this maybe movie. it's just something that he just they, they were wrong place at the wrong time like the guy with the grenade uh-huh like he didn't actively he didn't throw the grenade at the guy mm -hmm. I, I don't care though maybe because i grew up with michael keaton's batman that he killed people yeah everybody complains about or bitches about batman killing he kills so many people, people in the dark knight trilogy and in the keaton movies i think i noticed and i noticed this uh, uh from other people he puts and a he, bomb in a dude's pants and then flips him over <laughs> where he just blows him up it's because and he set another people, dude on fire with the batmobile it's because a lot of people grew up with the animated series i didn't so maybe that's why i don't care in my opinion, this movie I think it's just because care. it contradicts the whole like Martha won't die tonight thing. Where if that would have been like his first time taking a life or something, like his one rule. Uh huh. I mean, like, because that's also the thing about Batman is he's always on the edge of being a bad guy. That's something that you could have done. Yeah, that's a good change on the thing that you're mentioning. Because, right? like, you know, he's just on the edge, but. You know, he never kills and he doesn't do that. He, he doesn't do that because he knows that if he goes down that road, he won't come back. And I love when Batman saves Martha and he's on top of her. 
and I love that they use that thing from Batman Forever that his cape is uh, is is not flammable. That is is flammable proof. And I was like, uh, oh, I'm a friend of your son. I figure the cape. I was like, oh, that's a really good idea. <laughs> uh, okay, that's a good thing. Yeah, we get. Um, I, there's also a line where it's like everybody was cleared downtown, so there you go. They could crash and do whatever they wanted. Studio note kind of lines. Yeah, the CNN where it was just like everybody evacuated and it was gone for the day because also, um, the ship, the you know the Kryptonian ship, mm-hmm. it's crashed in the middle of downtown and Lex used his blood. I thought it was weird that he used Zod's fingerprints on his hand. Yeah, that was that was gross. But outside of that, they didn't give a crap about it. <laughs> but he. It's essentially been cooking Doomsday, and, and uh, you know, like he, he's just like late, late, wait, says the White Rabbit, and then he says hello, Gotham roast, and then Batman just goes, I prefer to do the roasting in person, or he's like, oh, okay, so he did that, and then Superman just goes, you lost, and he goes, I don't know how to lose, you'll learn, oh, I'll learn, okay, I don't hate this, I don't hate the sinner. I hate the sin, and yours, my friend, is existing. I cannot let you win. I will not let you win. If a man can kill the god, the devil will do it. Your doomsday. And I was like, ugh, did you really just say that? I was going to ask you this, though, because I don't know about the comics. In the comic books, Doomsday was an experiment by Kryptonian scientists to create an indestructible being. Unfortunately, they did too well because... The thing about Doomsday is he died so many times and kept coming back. He evolved to where, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't kill him the oh. same way, but he will always come back. So he's essentially immortal. And then it turned on them because he killed them. He's just a being that is made to kill all of life. And it's because in the death of Superman, mm-hmm. they needed somebody to kill him. Mm-hmm. Which at that time was a big uh-huh. deal. Because when comic book characters died, Mm -hmm. they didn't come Uh, back. They stayed dead. Uncle Ben mm -hmm. in Spider-Man, he was only there in the first issue. And he was only in, like, mentioned. He never came back. So, like, when they Mm -hmm. killed Superman, which they had been joking about doing for years, that was a big deal. And so, yeah, they created Doomsday literally just so they can kill Superman. And after this, I, um, I love that Doomsday is destroying the memorial. And this is a, one of my complaints. And then they fixed that later in the cut. I was like, so I was like why didn't just Batman grab more kryptonite bombs? And then and then he says in the line, oh, Alfred, I only have one left. I was like, damn it, Bruce. <laughs> he only have one bomb left. And I love that Diana is on a Turkish Airlines product placement. And in my head, I was like... I was like, did did she destroy her invisible plane? That, that's my only question. I was like, did she did did she what happened to the invisible plane? And then uh i this is the other thing that I'm kinda of like uh Doomsday destroys like a lot of buildings with his really weird lighting. Oh yeah, because he takes a lot of energy and he's causing rolling blackouts in the city. Very electro. <laughs> Going back to Macy Spider-Man. And you're not thinking that I I don't know if I'm wrong, but I remember hearing something or if it was me. I think creating Doomsday from like the embryos of the of the Krypton babies that there was on the ship. 
would have been a much cooler way to create Doomsday. You mean the Matrix Remember babies? Remember that that was yeah. established in Man of Steel? Yeah, the Matrix babies, like the Matrix babies all formed Doomsday. Still, that would have got been Doomsday, cool, And he's just coming in and a little face they notice no, that uh, they try to hit him with everything they got. He just absorbs that power. Mm. Literally to... It's an interesting though. And uh, there's also the she with you. I thought she was with you. You. There is a good line though. I'm gonna say this. And I still even watching this movie right now. I don't like Gaga. It's still it's still a lot better than certain moments. Kyle, no. I need the stone. (laughs) I have to say it. We're never going to do... Um, oh, my oh, God. Actually, no, we sort I... of did do Wonder Woman 84. We did? I liked it, though. I don't and know I if we'll ever do the rest of the DCEU, though. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, now that it's wrapped up. But, yeah, and... we got a three-way fight. But I mean, <laughs> the whole shot of the Trinity with the, like, the fire in the back, I was just like... Yes, it's pretty cool. Everybody looks cool and isn't like yes. un. And the thing, yeah, and like <laughs> unbelievable shape and team. everything is just it, it's cool. And also, this is the thing that I don't like. Even watching it right now for the third time, I don't like Lois Lane just randomly goes to the water to get the kryptonite. But I get it why because you know that Superman is weak to it. I'm like, could you just tell Batman to do it? Well, that's my my only complaint, just Batman to get it. I mean, like, he's the weaker point in this three-way fight, though. That's my small complaint, though, about the kryptonite spear. I was like, couldn't just Batman to get it instead of Lois Lane? Lois tries to get the spear, which, because of Doomsday rumbling around, it's now underwater, so Lois is drowning, and then that's why Superman is like, all right. Yeah, well, how they treat Lois in this movie is pretty bad. I I just, yeah, it's I can't forget it. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I know yeah. it's the same. I, I I get it. That was my complaint too. I was like, uh, Lois Lane should not be this damsel in distress. I mean, also that sometimes like too, she just though, sort of this... looks for trouble, and then she, and then ends up getting saved yeah. by Superman. Like she's not actively that, trying to get caught or mm-hmm. anything, but. Yeah, like, if it happens a couple times, it's just like, okay. But yeah, she's trying to get the spear because they realize, oh, if this thing is from Krypton, it might get affected by Kryptonite. And I do do like Batman running from Doomsday, and he's using his grappling hook Mabel style. That's from the Dark Knight Returns as well. With the lightning behind him. I was like, damn you, Zack. That's the thing that I like about Snyder, though, and a lot of people don't like. I like when Zack Snyder is trying to recreate yeah, just like little parts of the comics. I mean, really hell, cool. the opening it's of Watchmen is literally like a page. Like, it is a shot-by-shot recreation of that. Paper you could not have done that any more perfect. But, mm-hmm. yeah, surprisingly, God, we that. like Watchmen. Um, and I think the book is mm-hmm. better, but I don't... I think as a direct adaptation, it's as good mm-hmm. as you get, because. And I, I don't know if I say this in a Watchmen episode, but I like the Zack Snyder movie I more than the disagree. show. Sue me. But 
That's okay. I still like both. I like the show, though. But yeah, Superman goes down, gets Lois out. In spite of the fact, even with a kryptonite spear, because obviously it affects him. And then he just looks Mm. and he just realizes, oh, yeah, I guess I got to... I got to do it. And he just says, I love you. I have to do it. And this is my world. You're You're my world. Which is something Superman would say. And he grabs the spear and then it's he goes towards him. And then there's even a shot that's similar to like when he was punching Zod. Mm-hmm. And then Wonder Woman is grabbing up, doomsday by the lasso through Batman throws the gas bomb, and then Superman goes to stab him. But then Doomsday does that thing from the comics of like he has like a big ass finger in the middle of his. That's where we get all the bone spurts and stuff from Doomsday. A lot of people you made the joke uh-huh. of that he looked like the rock troll, or he looked like one of the trolls from uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> I can oh, see boy, that. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Uh, this is a moment in Excalibur in the movie where Mordred, who is the nephew of Arthur, stabs him. But what mm-hmm. he does in return is, and this is something that Superman does, he grabs the arm and he pulls it in closer so he could thrust the spear in even more. That's something that Arthur does in Excalibur as well. He, he gets the spear in closer mm-hmm. and then stabs Mordred. And then, yeah, he mm-hmm. dies. The biggest problem is that they killed Superman. Yep. Because in his second yep. movie. In his second movie. That's something like they did that way too soon. Yeah. You we do it when you him. care about people. Mm-hmm. Make no mistake. We still like this movie. But yeah. this is a big, mm-hmm. big flaw. This is like. In a, this movie is way too similar to Amazing Spider-Man Two, but uh, it's just that they should have spent. They just needed hell. Even if they just had one Man of Steel sequel, just a straight up Superman sequel, I think that would have been much better. Yeah, because uh, this they tried movie to do needed too to much. With, there was too much stuff. They tried to do too much. There was too many ideas, and. They just needed to simplify everything. This is like the plot of three movies. So I love the framing one. as well when they're bringing him down. Again, very Christ-like. Very and then just Christ-like. the photo of Lois crying over his body with Batman and Superman over him. That's like a painting right there. Like Virgin Mary. It's the Virgin Mary thing. of Virgin Mary holding Jesus right there and then the two people right next to him. Superman actually did care. You know, he actually died for us. Yeah, he cared, and then Batman too. And you notice a little two crosses behind on the Wonder Woman side and Batman side. Never noticed that before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Luther yes, gets arrested. Yes, after he makes contact with another being. The sequels. He gets his head shaved because mm-hmm. again, time honored tradition. Mm-hmm. They only had one shot to do that too. So, yeah, and he gets visited in prison, and Batman. This is actually something he grows. He doesn't brand Lex. Mm-hmm. He could have. He wanted to, especially with Superman just dying. But he's just like, I'm going to send you to Arkham Asylum. And that's going to suck for you. Yeah. And then even Luther knows that Batman is Bruce Wayne because he's just like, oh, um, how the time wanes and stuff like that. It's just like, 
Oh man. He's just again using wordplay. Maybe I am Lex Luthor. Huh. I am balding, <laughs> so there's that. And then they there's the big hero memorial for Superman in Metropolis. And then Clark is also declared dead because they're like, oh yeah, he was there too, conveniently. And then there's a private funeral for Clark in Smallville. And we saw that Martha gives Lois an envelope with an engagement ring he was going to propose. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And also, I do like the thing. I think this is from the comics that the... the the, um, the the coffin with the S, the the silver S, that looks pretty damn cool, though. Yeah, the, the silver S with the black coffin. Mm-hmm. And then there's this interaction with Bruce Wayne and Diana Prince, where he says, all the circus is back east, burying an empty box. They don't know how to honor him except as a soldier. Mm-hmm. I failed him in life. I won't fail him in death. Help me find the others like you. I, I said that line often. To like uh, whatever like other Snyder, to other Batman um, Zack Snyder fans, I just said, "Help me find the others like you." <laughs> Perhaps they don't want to be found. They will. And they'll fight. We have to stand together. And then people are also like, "Wonder Woman would never say this." I'm like, "Well, you don't know what she's been through. A hundred mm-hmm. years ago, I walked away from mankind from a century of horrors. Yeah, you would too. Man made a world where standing together is impossible. And then this short scene." Where Batman just goes, men are still good. Mm-hmm. We fight, we kill, we betray one another, but we can rebuild. We can do better. We will. We have to. And right there, I felt like seeing that for the first time, that made me like stand up a little bit straighter mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, you're right. You know what? Because mm-hmm. the world does suck. And Batman, he went through a story arc. Yeah, he, he, he learned to hope to again. Another. Yeah. So if anything, Superman um did inspire him to regain his purpose Mm -hmm. you know like if this alien that's essentially a god is willing to give up his life for people that really don't like him you know maybe he was a hero Mm -hmm. maybe maybe we can be better and then there's also there's the big candlelight ceremony and uh it says on the graffiti where the memorial was if you seek his monument look around you Mm-hmm. And she goes, the others like me, why did you say they'll have to fight? Just mm-hmm. a feeling. And then we see him walk off on a road, on a sure road this time, mm-hmm. knowing he has a purpose. Then Lois puts some dirt on the coffin. Mm-hmm. Usually that symbolizes... Um, that, that's very symbolic if somebody puts the dirt on the coffin first. Mm-hmm. It's usually a loved one that does that. It's also mm-hmm. like a way of saying goodbye. And of course, they show just the small bit of dirt go up and then boom it's done yep <sighs> we did it that took was an hour lot. and a half and it was messy this, it this we, skipped pocket, a lot. we skipped a lot but if anything i think it's symbolic of the movie yes it's gonna be a bitch to edit though oh it's gonna be not i'm just dreading for that last one that's that's gonna be a long one <laughs> for, for the next one um um, just gonna say this, and I'm gonna say it again. I like this beautiful mess. Even when everything that happened, the reactionary thing about it, the all of the changes, the setup that don't pay off. There's a lot of things that I still like about this movie. 
I will get this movie a seven. Hmm. You know what? I'm actually going to surprise you and go six and a half. Mm, I was going to say six and a half, man. Like, it's just okay. Overall, it is a very mixed bag. There's a lot of things that I love still. Mm. There's a lot of great ideas. Mm -hmm. But there's also certain things where I'm like, it doesn't matter how realistic it is, that character would not do that. Yeah. Certain time-honored traditions. And overall, like I said, it is very much a mixed bag. But Mm -hmm. I can't say I wasn't entertained. Like, even, like the, even if the bad parts are still memorable, which is something you can't say about every bad movie. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying this is a bad movie. I'm saying no, it's just okay. And we have seen mixed bags before or and bad of movies. Of the three Snyder DC movies, well, you know, his DCEU movies, this is undeniably the weakest one. Yeah. Yeah. I still think Man of Steel is his best one. I agree. Man of Steel is my personal favorite. Mm. But I'm just glad we got this all out of our chest. Yes. This is the last time I'm going to publicly talk about it. If you want to talk with me Mm -hmm. like in person about it, I'm more than happy to discuss. Yeah. So long as you're not a dick and you respect Mm. how others... There's a way to disagree and not come across as an asshole yeah and it's a very fine line Mm -hmm. like just saying oh you just don't like it just because or even with specific examples it's like it's like whenever i talk with raul about rogue one i don't Mm -hmm. personally understand it but i recognize it and i respect that yeah like i said i don't understand how you feel that way or why you feel that way but i recognize that that's how you feel yeah but you're not being like how other people be like oh well you will like it more you watch this show so read this book or blah 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 you're yeah we we were part of a group of people that were like that and they were they were just i'm i'm sure karma has hit them pretty hard Mm. and if it hasn't it will but Next week, we're going to finish our unfinished business with the last of the DCEU uh, Snyder movies with the Snyder Cut. Yes, I know. An equally loud groan just happened. But once this happens, then it's going to be, well, we're going to be a bit of a break on uh, February. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Next week, we're doing the Snyder Cut. We will never do the theatrical cut. No. I refuse to... I will put my foot down. We will Mm. never do that. No, 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 no. That is the ultimate butchering of a movie. Yes. Wow. Oh, But until then... Yes. Where can the good people find you? You can find me as always at RoboRadarDC on Twitter, Instagram, and our letterbox at RoboRadarDC. Please follow the podcast on SYNSPOT on Twitter, and please give us an interview on Apple, Spotify, and the other ones in Jubilee. Yes, you can follow me on Letterboxd and Twitter at MasterofPuns196. Every word starts with a capital letter. You can also follow me on Instagram at Billy Batson's Lightning. 
nothing is capitalized. And once again, you can follow our the main show at SYNS Pod, as well as give us a five-star review and just write a review on Apple Podcasts, as well as listen to us on Google, Spotify, SoundCloud, Spotify for podcasters, wherever podcasts can be listened to. And as always, see you next summer. Marta! Dun, 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 dun.